This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Good morning, family. Uh, it's so good to be in Johannesburg, or Joyburg, as we know it. We, we heard about the joy in Johannesburg, so we call it Joyburg now. Yeah. So I bring greetings and love from, from Emma Lenny, where God is doing a wonderful work. And as it is Valentine's Month, I just want to introduce you to my Valentine, my lovely wife. She's sitting in the front row, Pastor Marie. <laughs> And I just want to thank, in their absence, my spiritual dad and mom, your spiritual dad and mom, Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev. We just honor them and we love them so much. And I'm so thankful, so grateful for them in our lives. And thank them for for trusting us uh, to take the stage this morning. Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you that you are faithful, that you are the way maker, miracle worker, the light in the darkness, the promise keeper. We give you all the praise and all the glory this morning. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are here, just flowing among us, doing what you do. And we give you all the praise and all the glory. Father, we love you so much. And as I am about to speak your word, I pray that you will think through my mind and speak through my mouth that your people will be lifted up, encouraged, given hope, and go out of this place transformed beings in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you all the praise and all the glory and the family shout. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Give God praise as you take your seat. Thank you. Praise the Lord. While in worship, I was just I was just sensing Holy Spirit saying there's a, there's a lot of people here this morning that are, are in a rut and your church attendance is part of your weekly program. It's become just part of the weekly program, just another thing that's going to happen. And God is saying that a fire is about to set a light in your inside. Some fresh fire is about to break loose in your life in the name of Jesus. So in Emelachlini, things are happening. I'm telling you, I want to invite you to tonight. We, we don't go throughout a service without God doing something. Signs, wonders, and miracles are just flowing. People are getting healed, delivered, and set free like you can't believe it. But we believe it because that's what the Word of God says He will do. Praise the Lord. And so in January... We had our fasting, our beginning of the year fast, 21 days, Daniel's fast. And so every evening we got together in the auditorium to pray, just to pray and uh, for revival, trusting God. We're holding God for revival in our city, revival in our country, uh, revival in the world. And, and w- one evening we, we just spread out all over the auditorium, every individual just praying by himself. And I, I just sat there next to the stage and I, I, I wanted to, to read something from, from the Bible. So I took my phone, and, and because I've got s- such little petite fingers, the, my, my, that's better. They're actually laughing at the joke. And, and so my gallery icon is right next to my Bible icon. And so I touched the gallery icon by accident, going to the, and, and so there you can see it's right next to each other. And so I, I touched the gallery and it opened up my, my gallery and it looked like, and it looked like, 
It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to open some other time. There was a picture of my, my granddaughter. There she is. Hallelujah. And, and so my son was very, you know, almost offended the morning when I, when I spoke about this because he's also on the, on the gallery at, in <laughs> preaching the word. But when I saw that little baby, something in me jumped up. It, it was an emotion of love. I, I, I just, I, I can't explain it to you because I'm a grandfather. So, so it's a promotion from a father. You see, now you become a grandfather. <laughs> so you know more than the father do, you know, the, the father of the, of the child, obviously. You know when to spoil them and, and <laughs> when to give them what they want. And, but, but, it's just, it was just this emotion, and I closed the gallery and I opened up the Bible, and I sensed the Holy Spirit says, this, how your grandfather, your grandfather feels about you when he sees you. And, and, and I thought about this, and I'm thinking, it doesn't matter what people say about little Simone. It, 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 they can say she's ugly, she's naughty, or she's spoiled, because she is. It, it, it doesn't matter. It, it has no effect on my love for her. It has no effect on my love for her. People can say what they want. She can almost do what she wants. And it has no effect. <laughs> my love for her. On Friday, we, 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 had, we had both of them visiting us. We, we have them on Fridays. And it's just, it's just one of the highlights of the week. Um, and so little Mariette is, is, is three and a half years old already. So she's got a little motor mouth and, and, and very clever, very clever. She knows everything and she talks about everything. And when, when they got home, uh, my wife went to fetch her from school. When she, she got home, she was like, I don't want to know anything about you. She was just holding on to grandma. And I'm thinking this can't be. This is not going to fly for me. I'm the grandfather. And child, you need to know how much I love you. Because if you know how much I love you, you will jump into my arms. I got chips, baby. I got chocolates. <laughs> and I pursued her. I did not turn my back on her. Are you getting what I'm saying? She didn't want to love me at first. But I pursued her. I pursued her until one stage, my wife gave me the, the idea, ask her to go and swim with you. And so, she didn't, at first she didn't want to swim, you know. So I put on my costume, take my towel, and a towel for her, went outside. She said, Opa, I'm coming with you. <laughs> and so we had an hour in the swimming pool of fun and everything. And there she realized again, mm, he loves me, and this is the place I need to be. <laughs> Hallelujah. God loves you even more. He pursues you. He wants you to love him back. He wants you to know how much he loves you. Psalms 57, in the, in the Passion Translation, I just read it last night. It, it's such an awesome description of God's love for you. The Bible says, let me just get there quickly. Your love is so extravagant, it reaches to the heavens. And your faithfulness so astonishing, it stretches to the sky. Wow. 
His love is extravagant. His love is extravagant for you. No, not your neighbor, not just the pastor, not just the leader, for you. Oh, talking about leaders, I just love the leadership of this church. All of you, I just love you and I honor you and I bless you in the name of Jesus. I just want to say that, yeah, yeah, give them a hand. Bless the Lord. Father's deepest desire for you is that you be grounded and rooted in his love. In this extravagant love that he has for you, he wants you to be rooted and grounded in this love. Let's read from Ephesians 3, verse 14 to 19. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height to know the love of Christ which passes all knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Hallelujah. So love is an important thing, isn't it? Grounded means the foundation of everything. Everything else is built on this foundation. And it's interesting to see here that Paul is not speaking about grounded and rooted in any other perfection of God, but in love. Did you see that? He, he did not say being grounded and rooted in his holiness, being grounded and rooted in his faithfulness, or maybe uh, grounded and rooted in truth even. All these attributes are invaluable in our life. Don't misunderstand me. But, but in the whole scheme of redemption, the only perfection of God that can draw the roots of my heart to himself is love. Oh, Father loves you. Family, I, I, I don't know how, much I'm, how many times I'm going to say it again, but Father extravagantly loves you. I, I can look at him and admire him in his beauty and his holiness and in his glory and stay at a distance, but his love has drawn me closer. And it is the union between God and man was restored by love. In, in John, First uh, John 3 verse 16, by this we know love because he laid down his life for us and we also ought to lay down our lives for our brethren. By this we know love. It is by Jesus that we were drawn to God, that we were reconciled with God, made one with God again. The Bible says in 1 John 4 verse 16 that God is love. God is love. So, so, so love, is, love is a bigger thing than, than, than what we think. And if we understand this love, all the other loves of our lives will come into order. All our other relationships will be restored in the way that it should be. It will function in the way that it should function. So, so I just want to suggest to you that we can never be comfortable with God if we're not comfortable with love. Because God is love. I pray that you, that you understand what I'm, what I'm saying here. When we are rooted and grounded in the love of God, and we experience every dimension of His love, the Bible says we are filled with the fullness of God. And that is what intimacy 
is all about. That is what the relationship between me and my father is all about. The fullness of him flowing in me and through me. It's, it's, it's in his presence that, that, I, that I experience an atmosphere of love. An atmosphere of love, a person of love, a God of love. And I must be impacted by it. The next promise, in the context of Ephesians 3, he says, when we are grounded and rooted in love and filled with the fullness of God, is that God is able to do abundantly above what we may think or ask. Can you see the context? There's first intimacy, there's first grounded and rootedness in his love. And then I come to a place of intimacy where I now can ask now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we may ask or think according to the power that works within us. To him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. It's, it's, it's from relationship. It's from an intimate relationship with God where I can move into more than what I ever thought of or prayed about. When God's fullness starts to flow in me and through me. So when I'm living in fullness, I no longer live in measure. My supply is beyond sufficient. Jesus says, I came that you may have life and that in, ab in abundance. My supply is beyond sufficient. It's abundant. What is in heaven now can start flowing to earth, can start flow to earth. It's, it's your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And, and, and all of this comes from this intimate relationship, understanding his extravagant love for me, being rooted and grounded in his love, being obedient and just responding to the Holy Spirit, showing me the dimensions of his love, understanding it, and being the person that he has created me to be. And so now I can start seeing what he sees, feel what he feels, think what he thinks, and love as he loves. It, you see, this, this, this is the point because love is the center of all and it holds all things together. While those in the world are caught up in, and, and those in religion, I don't want to go there. The orphans and the kingdom of self live in fear and restlessness. We, as the sons and God, daughters of God, knows that uh, 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. That is who we are. I almost started singing. That is who we are. <laughs> you see, we need to understand something. Intimacy with God is all about God. I, I, I need to take you back to the context of that scripture. Rooted and grounded, understanding the dimensions of his love, filled with his fullness. It's first him before anything else. Being intimate with him is loving him for who he is. And that's the invitation. By just being with him, we learn to see his face and to hear his voice. Oh, that, that is so special. You know, we become what we behold. Even in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve was created in the image of God. And as they gazed upon God, they were like God. <laughs> they were one with Him in intimacy. Because our perspective 
determines our experience. What we, shape, what we see shapes who we are. Sons and daughters are invited to, I, I just want to, to put in, in my own words what I think Holy Spirit is saying to you this morning. Come and be with me and learn to see what I see. Look in the mirror of my word and see how I see you. Look at the world through my eyes. And when I start capturing the thoughts of God, things begin to change around me. I get a renewed mind and I realize how much he delights in me. Oh, <laughs> isn't he just awesome? God is such a good God. He is good, he's always good, and he's only good. And, and it's in this place of intimacy, in, this, in, this, in the presence of God. I want to talk about the family room tonight, which I call uh, the throne room or the presence. It's just the family room because this is the place where my father is, where I am accepted and approved of. And, and so in this place, what I behold, I become. And so in this atmosphere of love, in the presence of the person of love, I become what I behold. I behold love. I become love. And now I can release love. Praise the Lord. This was the plan from the beginning. This is what Jesus restored for us so that we can be the people that God has created us to be. I'm reminded of Peter in Matthew 16. In verse 15, Jesus asked his disciples, he says, who, who do you guys say I am? This is my own translation now. Who, who do you guys say I am? And, and, and Peter is like the first one to answer. He says, he says, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus says, flesh and blood did not, did not reveal this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And now I say to you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So, so it's, it's from a place of revelation, from that place of intimacy, from that place where Father reveals His heart to me, that I understand who I am and what I have. <laughs> it's from this atmosphere of love where I see the culture change around me. It's, it's not the culture that has an impact on me, but I that have an a impact on the culture. And when I say I am speaking about us as a family, we have the, the impact on the culture around us. It's not the culture uh, impacting us anymore because we have been with God. We are with God. We are in a, we live in an atmosphere of love. People who have journeyed into intimacy with Father, Son and Spirit have learned that they have a home. They, ha they have a home where they are welcomed, where they are approved of, where they are accepted. They, 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 they have recognized the invitation of the Father and they have a place in his, in his throne room, in His presence. And when you get comfortable in that place, knowing and, and that He adores you and He delights in you, you can just enjoy being with Him knowing that you are doing exactly what you were created to do. Because it's from that place where we function. That is the place where Jesus says, I, I do what I see the Father is doing. I say what I hear the Father is saying. So you see, love flows from that place. Love flows from a people who have learned to be intimate with their lover. So now I'm not looking only for the 
presence of His promises. I am now looking for the promise of His presence. Lou Engel says, God had a dream and He wrapped your body around it. <laughs> In intimacy, something happens. There's a... Something that we receive so that we can bring forth. Maybe it's a dream of God that he has planted in your heart. A secret of his heart, a revelation of his personality or his purposes or anything else that he's willing to implant into you. And he shares it in the place, the special place. The Old Testament speaks of the secret place of intimacy so that it can bring forth heaven on earth. So that it can bring forth the kingdom purposes in this life. That is the place where I get to know God. That is the place where I discover my purpose. It is from that place where I have an influence on the outside. You see, Ephesians 1 verse 4 says, God chose us before the foundation of the world, which means that He knew you before everything. All things exist for him, through him, and to him. When 50 million sperm cells were on a race toward an egg cell, he knew you would win the race. <laughs> you are significant. Who were you? What is unique about you? There is only one of you that will worship him in the way that you do. There's only one of you that will see him in the way that you do. You were brought into this relationship not only in love, but in the beloved. Jesus Christ our Lord. Amazing things happen when you realize who God is. When you realize that the best thing about God is God himself. The best thing about God is God himself. Did you get that? Somebody on this block, did you get it? Amen. Hallelujah. Five of you. That is amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking with you. In enjoying Him in His presence for, for just who He is, just being in His presence is a fulfillment of His dream. He had a dream and He wrapped your body around it. It's just so amazing. My, my oldest son used to play very good cricket. Don't worry, I'm not going to speak about the Proteas. Just relax, breathe, breathe. <sighs> So, so my son was a good bowler. He was in a, in a high school in Pretoria, and, and he played cricket. We were always there. We drove through from Woodbank. Every cricket game, I was next to the field. Later on, we were so rigged out. We had our camping chairs, our camping tables, cool boxes, cooler boxes with everything to eat and everything to drink and everything that he would need on the field, DP, bandages, you name it. You know, we were ready for this. And so I remember distinctly one day, they were playing somewhere here in Joburg and we were sitting on, on the one boundary. So he used to bowl and then go field on the boundary. For those who don't understand cricket, it's on that line. Far away from where they bat. <laughs> and so... And so I used to just go and stand there with him and, and motivate him, give him some energy between the overs that he bowls because he was a fast bowler and was really fast. And so one day we, 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 we were just sitting there and, and, and it was late in the day and it was hot. 
He was fielding on the other boundary, on the other side from where we were sitting. And then he sent me a message, I must come quickly. So I grabbed the energy and I grabbed the, the energy bars and I ran around in the days that I could still run. <laughs> I can still run, man. <laughs> I, I ran around and, and, and I, I, I got to him and he was on the boundary. Now, now every time the, the bowler runs in, he's got to concentrate. He walks in, you know, and then when the shot is played, he comes back. He says, yes, son, what's, what, what's it? What's wrong? He says, no, I just, wanna, I, I just want you to be here. I'm like, wow. All of a sudden, I understood something about the father's heart. It, it, it moved me. It, it, something deeper has happened. There was a connection between me and him that wasn't there before. It, it made me want to know his heart even more. And I was there. We just chatted between deliveries, and we just had a good time. Just wanted me to be there. I will never forget this. Dad, I just want you to be here. And, and, and that is what I'm, I'm thinking about, about my father. That's all he wants. He says... I just want you to understand who I am. Just the best thing about me is me. The best thing about, my, <laughs> about God is God. And you know what happened? What happened after the game? In those days when, when, when McDonald's was still popular, my son, my son was, was very, he was crazy about McDonald's. And without him asking, after that game, I drove straight to the closest McDonald's. I bought him everything that he wanted. Without him asking me. <laughs> you get this? I made the offer. He didn't ask me. I, I wanted to get him whatever he wanted. And I think that is exactly what God had in mind in, in, in Psalms 37 verse 4 when he says, Delight yourselves in him and he will give you desires of your heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, I just want you for you. I just want you for you. You know, sometimes we come to him with nothing but requests, and, and that is the extent of our relationship. Sometimes he answers us, sometimes he doesn't. But, but when I come to, to be with him, just to be with him, my, heart's, my heart bonds with his heart. My desires blend with his desires. And he enjoys satisfying my desires, sometimes without even asking him. That's what happens in intimate relationship. Connected hearts seek to meet the needs and desires of others. Sometimes he answers me before I ask. He is just amazing like that. That is who our father is. That is who he is. And, and, and you know, I want to say this to you this morning. God has a special baptism of love for you today. Today. God is faithful. His love is extravagant to the heavens. And His faithfulness, just as wide. He's faithful to give you what you ask for. I want to encourage you this morning. Seek Father for who He is. The best thing about God is God. The best thing about Jesus is Jesus. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. Seek Him first and see how your life will change. You see, the closer you draw to the Father's burning heart of love, the more it will change your inner environment. Equipping you to change the environment around you. So instead of constantly being impacted by the world, 
you will be the one doing the impacting. Hallelujah. Praise God this morning. Praise the Lord. The best thing about Jesus is Jesus. Amen. Somebody say it. The best thing about Jesus is Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We just give you praise this morning. We, we love you so much. Thank you for loving us first. Thank you for inviting us into your presence, making it possible by the way of your blood that you shed on the cross of Calvary. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you that we can have enlightened eyes by your Holy Spirit to understand, to see what you what you. Reveal to us, to feel what you are feeling, to think what you are thinking. Thank you for this great privilege to be a son and a daughter of the Most High God. Thank you for, for taking us in as your own, giving us the right to call you Abba, Father. The love of our lives. Jesus, we love you, we praise you, and we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.